Hi! How are you? Uh, two more teams to talk about uh, today. Uh, we got The Show, who came in 8th, and Scott's Tots, who came in 7th. And we'll talk about them quick. But, just because they were the only teams to... Uh, the teams right there, not the only teams, the right teams right there to be just missing the playoffs. I'll play this for them. Aww. Aww. Sad. Just so. Well, this show came in eighth. Um, he ended at 96 wins. Uh, 115 losses and 9 ties. He actually ended up with the same exact winning percentage as Iron Dome. But um, he had more overall wins on the season uh, while his Dome had uh, two more ties. Um, That honestly puts them mostly in a lock for the same spot, but technically the league put him at the higher. It's probably a head-to-head tiebreaker situation. Something along those lines, but whatever. Eighth, eighth, ninth, doesn't make a huge difference. It's more tenth that's the difference than sixth uh, and anything above that. So um, the show ended at that record. Um, Pickups, he was second in the league in pickups. Really worked his butt off, which is really cool to see. 145 pickups in the year. Um... Later, I'll talk about another team that ousted everyone in pickups, but the show was an easy second. Um, his schedule. Looking at the schedule, uh, his beginning of the season was like, it was okay. Um, starting off against uh, Playboy, Roy Toy, uh, took a small loss, nothing crazy. Then got a pretty big uh, big win against the Pool Pals, which this will be a theme earlier. Uh, I mean, uh Later on, uh, you'll see the pool pass slipping very much early at the beginning of the season. So they were able to take advantage of that. Barely lost to the Skankies, which is a team of quality. I believe the Skankies even won manager of the month that month. So was the only team most likely to lo- to beat... Um, no, they did lose, but barely. Made it really close to a team that was on a roll. Uh, beat the Fear Boners. Tied KFC and then even beat me 5-4-1 and then tied another team. So that's seven straight matchups where you're already looking pretty good because you've limited losses. You've gotten some ties and gotten some decent wins in 6-4, 7-3, stuff like that. Uh, it was looking decent there. At that point, they were at the top middle part of the league, uh, more like 4-5, somewhere in there. And then all of a sudden, they were able to roll off a couple big wins against uh, Playboy, Kyle, uh, 7-2-1. And then a 7-3 again against the Pool Pals, which is an, another big win against that team. And that then put them on a good road where they ended up being the number one team in the league for a little bit. Just based off record, wasn't always just based off the stats and stuff because statistically they weren't always considered one of the better ones. But they were winning and they weren't losing big. Uh, they even tie Skankies, another team of quality. Um, Fear Boners, team of quality, beat them. I mean, just barely lost to them, 6-4. And then another 7-3 win. So that up until week 14, until early July, so at All-Star break at that time, killing it. Um, Really was towards the top of the league that whole time um, and was really tough to beat. Uh, At least beat big. He actually never lost big. His biggest loss was week one, 3-5-2, I would probably say. 
Five four one is not big. Four six is not big. Four six four six. Those are all not big losses. And then August hits. And my goodness, the worst fall off I've ever seen. So unfortunate. Felt so bad for him. He's playing so well. You know his record in the league has been super stellar. It doesn't have many years, but it was good to see a guy come in, work his butt off, really do a lot of pickups. And unfortunately, he was just getting beat up. Um, it's too bad. Um, not one nine against the vibrators, and he got a three six one, and then he ties Iron Dome, but then leads with literally three straight eight loss matchups, and then a seven um, to end the season. So unfortunate. Kicked him straight out of the playoff spot. He was primed for a good spot, let alone at least a wild card. And he just slipped straight out. So it was just a really unfortunate, like, if you were to, like, take it by quarters, a decent first quarter, a, a, a good second quarter uh, that got him some decent wins. And on top of that, like, not losing by big even if he lost. An okay-ish third with an abysmal fourth. Just end of the season so bad, unfortunately. Um... For prominent players on the team in general, the hitting is not the extreme strong suit, but he had a good pickup in Buster Posey earlier in the season. Um, Manny Machado is pretty good, almost five category. little light on the, on the steals, but not awful. Uh, Ozzy Albis was awesome, absolute beast. If he could have mixed Ozzy Albis with some other big hitters, this team would have been different. And Starling Marte, who was hurt for a lot of the season, baller, absolute beast. Um... Really fantastic. 45 stolen bases, batting 311, 83 runs, and just 430 at-bats. So he is a monster. Um, And you go back down, um, and you see Chapman, who has ups and downs of the year for sure, but it was an okay reliever. was able to definitely give Ks from that spot. More importantly, Razio Iglesias. Beast. Awesome pick. Iglesias seemed like he was going to be like a fringe closer because the, since he got rid of him, they didn't want him, blah, 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 that crap. He shut them up. Seven wins, 32 saves, 2-6-3 ERA, under one whip, uh, and almost 100 Ks. He'll probably end the season with over 100 Ks from the, from a closer spot. That's awesome. Ryan Presley, uh, saves could be higher, but he was always like in the mix. Um, not bad for sure. And... Um, the show has mixed and matched start closers all year, picking up a few people here and there, but he's predominantly crazy on the pickups for starting pitching, and that's what he's been known for. Um, the only issue is, is his three best starters were IL bound often, uh, except for Giolito. He was pretty good, but he did have a stint or two. Uh, but Bauer, with his whole situation with punching vaginas and slapping them and giving the old two-finger shuffle, but it's more like a five-fisted one. Uh, Bauer out, and Bieber with that huge injury, which is so unfortunate. Ripping the ripping it up, seven wins in only ninety uh, innings pitch, probably on pace for fifteen sixteen, with uh, easily like over two hundred Ks, if not a decent amount more. Uh, the rest of the pitching though was just fringe guys. He held on to Patrick Corbin. I don't know why. It's just literally everyone else other than his closers. And those three I mentioned who were hurt most of the time, except for Giolito, he was about the only decent one. Um, just a bunch of fringe pitchers, guys you would normally see on the waiver wires. Um, which is just hard to sustain that way. Um, 
again, want to preface, Giolito, not on too much, but a 370 array and a 112 whip. It's not exactly what you're hoping from this season, especially 10 wins on a team that's been really good. Um, Giolito could have been better, but, you know, it's been awful. So the show ends literally bottom of the league somehow, some way, in every hitting category but stolen bases. As I said in the last one about KFC, only one team could beat him in stolen bases, largely because of Starling Marte, and that is the show. Big stolen base team. And then you look at the pitching. It's a uh, you'll see this again later in the season when we talk about Playboy, but it's top five in some of the uh the top stats in pitching. Um K's is fifth. It's pretty good for a guy. It's because he picks up so many pitchers. But uh still, regardless, fifth top five in K's is can is impressive for a team that doesn't have huge quality in starters or their quality got hurt. Um fourth in wins, that's also not bad. Second in saves, that is great. Great to see him at the top of the leaderboards and saves. That means he's trying to sweep those five categories, but here was the issue. ERA and whip, ERA ninth, whip eighth. Um, just didn't, wasn't up to, uh, up to par there. And so we give a... Aww. Mm-hmm. And uh, what did I say about them before the season in general? The show, I gave a C-plus in hitters. I did rank them last, by the way. Uh, so they shut me up for most of the year until the end. The, the downfall is really unfortunate. Even some injuries like Buxton, guys he needed healthy, couldn't stay healthy. So, um, The show, I gave a C-plus in hitting. Ranked in 10th. He did better than my 10th ranking. He came in 8th. Uh, May Machado, pretty spot on. Machado was one of easily one of his better hitters. Marte, definitely one of his better guys for sure. And Albis, his best hitter for sure. So... Pretty spot on what his top hitters would be and be able to stick for the rest of the season. Um, I wrote, this group of hitters feels like several nice pieces with not enough big bats to anchor certain categories. To a certain extent, it must be true because, you know, 10th in everything but stone bases. I give a C plus because I think this team is not only deep on the bench with six bench players that he had in the time. Ironically, now he has none in, in the hitting side of things. Um, but also several safe bets in many positions that could develop into guys who could surprise and become big bats. Unfortunately, most of those things did not pan out, as in most of the other guys on the team are guys off free agency and are traded for. Kind of for Leffa, Solak was recently picked up, Sano was recently picked up because he's playing well, uh, Carlos Santana traded for, uh, Buxton, Marte, Tapia, Donaldson, those are the only guys I could think of that are on the team that were really, like, originally drafted. Um... Power will be an issue for sure, no matter what, uh, though, barring any changes. Uh, that was a weird sentence, I'm sorry. Power will be an issue no matter what, though, um, barring any changes to the team, which it, it was a problem. But speed will be the strength, hell yeah, baby. And I could see this team lead the league in steals, which he did. If certain guys step up, this group could surprise. Unfortunately, it didn't. Uh, some guys did step up, but just not enough to really sustain a week-by-week basis. Um, pitchers, I put a D plus. Now, I was somewhat wrong on this because of the fact that there were certain categories pitching-wise he was able to do well in, and more importantly, his hitting should definitely have been ranked lower than his pitching. Um, his top-end guys, Giolito, Bauer, Bieber, it's actually ended up being wrong. You could probably replace Giolito with Raziel. 
Um, not that Giglio was awful, but you can Raziel was definitely one of his top guys. I feel I'm being nice, giving a D plus here. That's mean of me to even say. With only six of nine pitching slots filled, it's impossible to question the talent in this pitchers who are rostered. On the so pretty much all he had rostered at the time was Bieber, Giolito, Bauer, Presley, Iglesias, Chapman. So I'm not even going to read the rest. It's just he didn't even have a full roster pitching yet, and it was clear what he was trying to do is top end, high good pitching, and mixing it with. The other guys picking up, but the other guys were blowing him up too often. So the show ends the season, unfortunately missing out when it seemed like he definitely would not be missing out. Um, just misses, which is too bad. Really wanted to see what he could do in his first time in the playoffs. I don't think he's been in the playoffs before. Um, but he unfortunately just misses. And that brings us over to Tots. Scott Tots. Um, that is Brett. And he... Also, unfortunately, has to get a... Aww. Yeah. Misses that as well. Seventh. Just misses. Um, Scott's Tots had some guys. Uh, just... We'll, we'll actually know. We'll get to it. Uh, so he had 98 wins, 113 losses, and 9 ties to a 466 winning percentage, um, which is just a decent amount behind the next qualifying team. Tots ended up... Um, Having some struggles near the end. They were last in pickups uh, by a large margin. Um, vibrators did start to move up towards the end of the year to the other level of people, but Tots didn't. Tots was nowhere near the top roster moves, only at 40, and the next closest to him was his brother at around 100. So you can see the huge difference in pitch-up quality, uh, pitcher quality, um, pick-up quality. Jesus. <sighs> anyway. Um, the lack of picking up people made them uncompetitive in certain areas. Uh, when it comes to counting type stats, uh, just weren't there. Um, specifically on the pitching side of things. K's and wins, both bottom three of the league. Uh, reason for that, other teams are picking up and supplementing pitchers that were able to get them higher on that list. Um, saves, he was able to maintain good saves, but because you don't really like pick up and drops closers often, he just had good closers that were awesome for him and able to got get him decent mass saves week by week. Um but because of that he was also first in the area in whip. So there's the give and take there. But you are giving up two categories for two and hoping that your ERA is always good and the whip is always good and sometimes it's pretty tough to do, whereas K's and wins, that can be more cemented and you can easily supplement that. But Teach their own, whatever he wanted to do. Uh, when you get to his uh, schedule, uh, he had an okay start with a pickup in around late May-ish. Uh, mid to late May. Specifically, like his, his first start, ties his brother, the Vibrators, loses to the Skankies, which I said was a really good team. Beats the Fear Boners by a little bit, 6-4. Then loses handsomely at two teams back-to-back in Iron Dome and Garbage. Just, like, loses pretty bad. After that, though, May was just a a tick straight up the butt. 6-4-9-1-6-4-9-1. That, in that early in the season, is a massive jump to your team. uh, And awesome. He was able to take out four pretty decent teams. Two of them ended up being playoff teams. Two did not. And then after that, falls to his brother pretty bad. And takes him down a slight bit. And then stalemates it again with the Skankies. So up till what matchup eleven, the Tots were like up 
middle to top part of the tier team where they were really doing well and uh, seemed like they were primed for a good spot. They had a bunch of hitters performing really well. Uh, specifically, the pitching at that time was out of this world. When you look at the pitching, you had uh, guys like Musgrove, Darvish, Gossman, guys who like were just pitching lights out, even Trevor Rogers. Uh, and then after that, his first matchup started with Fear Boners at the 12th, middle of June, and it was just downhill from there. Uh, loss, loss, an, a 10-0 against him by me, um, a 3-7 by Fear Boners, uh, and the wins after that all for the rest of the season were just not not big enough to make up 8-2s and 0-10s that he was getting 3-7s, 3-6-1s, and ended the season with two straight 3-7s when it looked like there was a slight chance he could slip in to the playoffs at the at succeed. Two three sevens took him right out of it, and it's unfortunate. Uh, only three wins down the stretch after week eleven, uh, uh, and they were five six uh, three. Yeah, it's three overall. So it's a five three two, a five three two, and a six three one, and that's not big enough to take back how badly he did with the O tens and uh, two eights and three sevens. So unfortunate for Tats, he um. And this is where it comes into play with the lack of pickups. Don't know if he, I don't know if he was not paying attention or if he was and he was intentional, didn't want to make pickups. I don't know if he could have changed his destiny. We'll never know. Um, but he definitely rode that wave and was trying to ride that pitching, and it just unfortunately fell short, just ba- literally just barely. Uh, when you look at the hitting, Altuve was a great ba- value pick for him where he got him. No one just wanted to draft him because he was an Astro. But he went 80th and ends up getting 110 runs. You know, almost 30 homers, 280 average. You're not going to complain about that at all. A great pickup in Ori Polanco, who ends up being a top five uh, guy. Held on to Mondesi all season and uh, already has 13 stolen bases, which is already second on his team in that time. Um, but uh, Mondesi wasn't able to do much for him, and he was a decently high pick. Uh, Devers, huge. Castellanos, huge. Um, Mountcastle, huge. And he didn't even technically want Castellanos at the draft. I remember him saying that he was, like, unhappy about the pick and it was, like, a freak-out. Not freak-out pick, but, like, he just did it because he was like, oh, I guess it's the right pick to make here. Ends up getting netting him a 90-90 guy. Almost 30 homers for two and over a 310 average. You are not going to complain about that at all. You had a Suarez, though, you will complain about with a 182 average on the freaking year. Um, Pitching-wise, this is what I'm talking about. Some guys have gotten blown up since a bit, like Hugh Darvish, who's in the fours now. Grinky, who's in the fours now. But his pitching at its best, Hugh Darvish, Grinky, Musgrove, Gossman, and you even add in the closers in Kimbrell, Reyes, Clace, and Trevino, his team was just not letting runs in. Flat out. Uh, Charlie Morton, too, almost 200 Ks. 13 wins for the Braves. Uh, Flaherty, who unfortunately took a big injury, hasn't been back yet. He, when he was on, he was murdering. Trevor Rogers. There, there was just an, a literally a group full of teams aces on his team. And he was just mowing people down with great amounts of Ks, lots of wins, saves, and a earring whip. Like, he was almost getting to the point where in his hot streak, he was almost winning every pitching category and just winning whatever hitting he could. So, um, Tots team at one point could have been considered one of the more dominant this year in the pitching category for sure. Um, now what we want to do, so then the draft overview compared to what actually ended up happening. I ranked him 7th 
ironically, exactly where he finished also. So I've gotten two perfectly right out of the four we've done so far. Um, I put his top hitters, Acuna. Who could have seen that injury coming? He was playing so well. So unfortunate. But I, you could, I guess, slightly consider him one of his top hitters. Not really because of the injury, but you know, at the time he was. Uh, Devers, which ends up being right. Devers is probably his overall best player. Uh, it's debatable, but it's close. And then Mendesi, and then Mendesi, also the injury has killed him. Looks like in reality his best players are probably Altuve, Castellanos, over the year that is. Because, I mean, you could say Polanco, but he hasn't had Polanco for the year. Say Altuve, Castellanos, and Devers uh, have been his biggest hitters. Uh, I'm not sure what to think about this team. Had the most trouble analyzing them, but I think I have come to my conclusion. This team is pretty freaking well-balanced from top to bottom. Gave a B-minus rating because for this team to hit hit home, some guys have to come back into form a bit. That's Altuve, Suarez, Kepler, Polanco. Now, he did draft Polanco, but he did drop him for a while where he was passed around by a couple teams, I think just me and my brother, and got back. So if you know what? If you want to put him on the top three, Polanco, I totally understand. 90-90 guy, over 30 homers, 270 average, fine. Um... Problem is, like I said, he didn't reap all the rewards of Polanco. Uh, but he did bounce back. So Polanco did bounce back. Kepler did not. He's been on free agency most of the year. Suarez, it almost seems like he got worse. So unfortunate. I really like Yonio Suarez, but that just ended up not being a good pick. And Altuve bounced back in a big way. So two of the four bounced back um, and came back to normal outputs, if not better. Uh, Polanco is less important as Fletcher is a consistent hitter on the bench if he doesn't work out. Perfect. I'd, I'd still agree with that if he had gone that route. Fletcher ends the year as a decent guy. Polanco's better. But the thing is that you could have had Fletcher as like a safety valve in case Polanco didn't work out, which he did, and he trusted in Polanco more. Smart move. Uh, if they work out, Pop, Speed, and Mondesi, and Acuna, the average from Altuve, Verdugo, and Polanco could prove fatal to other teams. For the most part, decently true. Uh, this team was, I would say, middle of the pack hitting-wise. They're fourth in runs, sixth in homers, eighth in RBIs. That's not great. Seventh in stone bases, also not great. Fifth in average. Uh, you're wondering why I'm saying middle of the pack. There's other teams that are, like, super good at some things and super bad. Whereas this team is, like, nicely, except for RBIs, decently in the middle on just about everything. So there were hot weeks where they definitely went, win some categories. Bad weeks where they wouldn't, but then they were hoping their pitching would save them. Like I said, ended up just falling short, but that was clearly the plan. Uh, I also put a B- for their pitching. With you, Darvish, Flaherty, and Grinky being their top guys, pretty much straight up dead wrong on just about all of them. It was Musgrove, for sure. Gossman, which I think they drafted. Yes, they did. Gossman just came into a just new player this year. Uh... Like a different type of player, next level. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Charlie Morton, who he took 118th. Could say Jerry Rogers, he did pick him up. But I'm going to say Morton, Musgrove, and Gossman were the guys who were like nearing the 200k marks, decent amounts of wins, and great ratios. Like, not going to complain with either of those guys right now. So I was dead wrong in the top picture. But Excuse me, Jesus. Uh, uh, uh. Uh. Tots has similar pitching to his brother, the Vibrators. Weak closing pitching, which he did turn around big time. Early, 
season pickups were huge. Emmanuel Clace, when I had the other guy on the team, unfortunately, who didn't end up panning out in Karinczyk, Clace ended up overall getting the role. That was a good pickup. He did lose it now, but, you know, whatever. He was still a great pickup for a long time. Alex Reyes, uh, great pickup. He also, I think, lost his job. Oh, no, Clayson didn't lose his job. Reyes did. Um, but he still almost has 30 saves. Kimbrell, I didn't trust him in the draft. Turns out I should have. He's on the White Sox now, so he's not closing anymore. But when he was on Chicago, he was getting some good saves. And Trevino has been a good closer as well. So he did turn that around. Uh, but he also has some real quality in their starters. For sure he did. Uh, for me, I have a hard time seeing Darvish for years not perform that well than repeat what he did in the 60-game season. Somewhat true. I think he shut me up more in the first half of the season, whereas the second half he's been more lackluster. Could be wrong about that, but the issue with him was always that he'd get blown up a bit t- too often for a guy who's supposed to be an ace. Um, that certainly seemed to be a bit the case. Only eight wins on a San Diego team. That is winning and in contention for a playoff spot. Eight wins is not enough for a uh, bona fide um, ace. Uh, a 4-1-3 array. Great whip and a 1, 1.06 because he was not walking people. But uh, wasn't quite good enough in my opinion. But he is a great pitcher and people can do a lot worse. I really like the bets on Fairbanks and Flaherty. I, the bet on Flaherty was good if he didn't get hurt. And Fairbanks ended up not being the best bet because he didn't particularly get the job. But the raised pen is overall tough to navigate. Yes, that's pretty true, and that's why he lost the job. And you would rather not have two of your pitchers have a bit of a question mark on them. Overall, I like the staff, but it needs to take a clear direction either towards starting pitching and get a few more quality arms or find closers once teams' pens are more settled in. Got the answer. Went after the closer arms and kept the depth he had at the starting pitching. And the pitching was great. Uh, overall, this team's pitching was ninth and 8th in wins and Ks but first in ERA and whip, and third in saves. So this team had some legit quality. If they had made a playoff uh, spot, who knows what they could have done in the playoffs, especially with their pitching. They were losing out pretty hard in the saves category with uh, one or two of their guys losing jobs. But definitely may, maybe could have made a push. Um, that's pretty much all you got for the two of them. Next week, or next One, I think would literally just be tomorrow, we'll be talking about two playoff teams. The first two playoff teams we'll talk about, rounding all the way out till we get to the number one, two seeds going into the playoffs, and then talking about the championship after that. So, I need to say one more thing to Scott's Tots and the show. Sorry, buds.